Good morning, Potter Vision Podcast listeners. Good morning, everyone. This is episode 55 of the Potter Vision Podcast. And can I say, this is definitely one of my favourite episodes of the 55 podcast that we've ever done. What a laugh this is. Stick around for droppings at the end. It gets very funny. This is your weekly reminder. If you've not done so already, leave us a review. Tell a friend. Tell everyone you know. Tell your mother. Tell your father. Tell your cousins. Tell your granny. And get them all listening to the Pot of Vision podcast. It's the only way we can grow the show. Word of mouth is our best friend. If you'd like to support the show even further, you can visit patreon.com forward slash pottervision have a snoop around there uh we're on tour for a full list of tour dates go to pottervision.com anyway here's me running me mouth here's episode 55 Hello, 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 and welcome to the Pottervision Podcast, the podcast where every seven days, myself, Lucas Kirby, and this gorgeous Adonis opposite me, Tom Laurinson, we look at a chapter of the Harry Potter books, and we comment on it, we judge it, and uh, we use it as an inspiration for uh, conversation, don't we? Yeah, ma'am. This week, we're on episode 55... We're getting to the end of this bloody third book. We're on chapter 20 of Prisoner of Azkaban. The Dementors Kiss. I'm looking forward to a sexy chapter. How about you, Tom? I just thought something. What? Dementor kind of sounds like the word demented. Oh, yeah. That's freaky. That is freaky. (laughs) I believe there is a chapter in a later book called Dudley Demented. When uh, the Dementors come after Dudders. Spoilers. Oh! <laughs> I won't say any more than that, <laughs> listeners, because I don't know anymore. You don't know anymore. You don't know anymore. You don't, you don't know anymore. Mm. How are you, my fair weather friend? I'm all right. I um, got the train back last night from London. Oh, and yeah. I got in bed and I slept for a long time. Oh, how many hours are we talking? <sighs> Six? Seven? More? Eight. Eight! Ooh! Good, good, perfect eight. That is a good sleep. Eight hours for me is me reset. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to pretend not to know. What were you doing in London, Tom? Tell us. Just hanging about. Hanging about! (laughs) Don't be so modest! No, I was doing a heat of some daft little competition. That you got, you were successful, you got yeah, through. Yeah, three of us got through and many more will, probably two on wild cards. Hey, like a naughty banker, give what, yourself what you, some credit. What did you call me? God, yeah, a naughty little banker. Now put your fingers inside your, your mouth, pull your cheeks apart and say that again. You know, did I have fallen for that one before when I was about eight years old? <laughs> And I won't be saying eat with your fork and knife either. <laughs> but, like a nice little banker, give yourself some credits. No, I need a poo! Hey! 
That's a reference to something we cannot further discuss. We'll leave it as a mystery, listeners. But suffice hey, to hey, say... Hey, hey. I think the listeners have got all the ingredients there to know what I might be talking about. <laughs> suffice to say, Tom's a funny bugger. Mm. And you're through to... Is it the final or is it semi-final? Or just heat number two? Me and Lucas stayed at a travel lodge in... Where the hell were we? Uh, uh, Hull and then Peterborough. In Peterborough. Oh. Yeah. In Peterborough. We woke up in the morning in Peterborough. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we could hear some commotion. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, Lucas, there's commotion. Yeah. And he goes, no, there's not. Someone's got the telly on. And I'm like, I know what a telly sounds like. And I know what I know what rough people in a hotel sounds like. <laughs> and then you're like, no, no, don't mind that. And then you needed extra time in the hotel. Yeah. So you went down to reception to have a late checkout. Can I just explain why? Because that sounds sinister. Uh, I was online maths tutoring from nine to twelve. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. And so. <laughs> Uh, Lucas goes to reception, says, uh, please can I have some extra time here? I don't want to leave yet. I'm enjoying it too much. Yeah. Comes back to the room and I say, did you find out what the commotion was? Mm. And he goes, yes, I did. It was uh, some Geordies nicking a telly. <laughs> well, yeah, because they seemed to be guests at the hotel, but they were carrying a telly out of the room that looked exactly like the telly in our room. Definitely. Some Geordies nicking a telly. <laughs> so there we go. And I bumped into one of the Geordies and... Terrible experience. Yeah, yeah. Normally, me love me Geordies. They're lovely people, aren't they? Normally, me love me Geordies. Yeah. This this was a wild animal of a Geordie. Yeah. He was a brute. He looked at me in my face and looked angry. Mm. And have you ever looked at my face and thought any angry thoughts? Um, no. Exactly. When people look at my face, they think peace and love. Yeah. Harmony to all men. Yeah, exactly. I want to laugh, I want to sing, I want to pray. Yeah. Yeah? I inspire that. So how dark must someone's soul be if they yeah. look at my face and they don't experience their emotions? I know. Especially if you're a Geordie, where normally they're very affable, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, must be a terrible soul. But it takes a dark soul to steal a travel lodge telly. My mind went like this. Someone else has... They've either paid in cash... Yeah. Or... They've uh, booked, been booked in at the hotel. Someone else has booked them in there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe they booked them in themselves and they just don't care about yeah. <laughs> being charged the price of a telly. Just think they'll get or, away with it. Or the police being called. Yeah. Oh, dear. Naughty Geordies. <laughs> you know, what have you been up to? Well, I noticed you came in here. Your arm was at a bit of an angle. It was. Oh uh, yeah. Like it had a hinge on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> You've been doing something earlier on. <laughs> it's funny you should say that, Tom, because I went to play some snooker. Tell me more. Tell me more. It's been. Did you get very far? It's been a day off for me. A very rare day off. A day off for me is a little silver bullet. It's a golden nugget. Silver in... bullet? Oh, I don't know. What's that expression? I thought that's what, oh yeah, that's what kills you, innit? That's it? what kills vampires. Oh, yeah. Where was a day it? off for me is a bit of garlic. <laughs> a day a off for me is a steak through me heart. <laughs> a day off for me is a little golden nugget, let's say. It tastes yee-haw. Carry on. It tastes yee-haw. It's a rarity. So today I thought, I'll treat myself. I'll go and have a game of snooker. All right. 
And uh, also, I was thinking at the same time because uh, we're recording not recently, not mu- not you know not much has happened, and uh, I was thinking I've not got a story, but I had a weird interaction with the lady at the bar. Was she a Geordie? She wasn't a Geordie. I believe she was Mancunian. So I'm at the bar. Aya. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm at the bar. I said, "Please, can I play on the snooker table?" And she goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." She goes, I'll give you table number nine. Right, and she pulls a funny face. I said, all right, thank you. And she goes to get the balls. She gives them to me in the triangle. And she goes, oh, I feel sad giving you table number nine. I said, so why do you feel sad giving me table number nine? She goes, well, there was a man who always used to play on a Sunday, nine till six, she tells me, and uh, he died last week. The funeral's on Tuesday. Anyway, have a good game. Is <laughs> that right? So uh, there I was playing on a dead man's snooker table. <laughs> Careful. That sounds like an exhaustive game. It's probably what put him in his coffin. <laughs> nine till six. <laughs> she said every Sunday, nine till six. Did he have any breaks? No. <laughs> and that's not a snooker joke. Oh, my God. It what? sounds like the worst... Uh... Is that how long snooker games generally are? No, no, not... not t- well, sometimes in the World Championship, you'll have four sessions, and a game can last, like, ten hours, twelve hours. But usually one frame is about 30 minutes, something like that. Very interesting. But my God, it's the new Pirates of the Caribbean nobody wants to see. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Snooker Table! <laughs> Parts of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Snooker Table. Dead Man's Snooker Table. How very interesting. Yeah, what a weird thing. Why would you bring that up? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, people... I don't know, people want attention. That was her way of getting attention out of you. I was listening. Some people like might say, no, no, that's a normal thing to do. No, keep that to yourself. <laughs> don't be thinking... <laughs> Like, we live in a, you know, a society where we look after one another. Yeah. You're at work. I know. Act professional. Like, what do you want Lucas to leave, to get a different table? What do you want from him? Because also, there were plenty of other tables available. Exactly. It wasn't like, oh, I have to give him table number nine, the dead man's (laughs) table, because that's the only one available. No, no, no. She made a decision. Yeah. Go on. There was 12. There was three. As I walked past, I noticed there was five available. But no, it had to be table number nine, the dead man's table. She wanted that conversation with me. Oh, don't want to give you this. Exactly. Why not? Dead man, I'm going to the... Why is she going to the funeral? Oh, yeah, the... this is his yeah. grandma. <laughs> this is his auntie. And uh, this is the lady at the snooker club he goes to. Fucking hell. Was he young or old? His grandma's at his funeral. <laughs> I don't know. I assumed he was old, but maybe he was young, I don't know. You better start believing in snooker tables. You're playing on one. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we can't start a Pot of Vision podcast oh, without yeah. the third member of the Pot of Vision co- podcast. Connie! Connie! Connie's back! We've missed Connie. Connie's back, but today <laughs> she's feeling a bit shy. Oh. She just wants to watch the Pot of Vision boys, don't you, Connie? <laughs> 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 yes, yes. 
What'd she say? Oh, she's not telling you that. <laughs> it's rude. I've noticed that Connie, despite her christening being three weeks ago, is uh, still wearing a christening gown. She's enjoyed wearing it. What? Can I ask what that is? It's a christening gown. It's a christening gown. What do you mean? Well, whoever that piece of clothing was before we put it on a plush bird, uh, they've not had it back. It's Connie's christening gown. It's Connie's christening gown, everybody. And uh, if you've not seen it yet, there's a picture of her in it on uh, Instagram. Oh, what are you waiting for, listeners? Uh, And also, feel free to save that picture to your phone, maybe a screenshot or whatever, and set that as your phone wallpaper. It's both my wallpaper and my lock screen. Oh. I don't want to be unlocking and stop seeing Connie in a christening gown. Set it as both. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lucas, can I ask you a favour? Oh, what is it? You need to give me a rundown. I am going to give you a rundown. <laughs> Chapter 20, The Dementor's Kiss. Whoa, whoa. Purse your lips and get ready for this. They're all coming out. It's a very strange parade of creatures. And they come out... Into the Wamping Willow. And while they're doing this, Sirius Black's like, Oh, Harry, I don't know if uh, you want to, but if you want, you can move in with me. And Harry goes, Yeah, please. <laughs> Next minute. Yeah, please. <laughs> no, he wants to. He wants to, everybody. Next minute, the cloud moves out of the way. It's the bloody moon, for God's sake. Suddenly, Lupin is changing. His mouth is extending out like a kiss. But into a big wolf's snout. He's getting hairy. He's getting big. He's getting hunched over. Oh, snap. Sirius... Pronounced Snape. Sorry. Oh, Snape. <laughs> Sirius Black turns into a dog to wrestle with him. Keep him from everybody else. And Peter Pettigrew takes this opportunity to grab a wand, knock out Ron and Crookshanks, and then transform himself into a rat and escape. Whoa, whoa. Sirius Black runs off as the dog, and later on they can hear him going, whoa, whoa. So Harry and Ron, uh, Harry and Hermione follow him. He's at the side of the lake, and he's being surrounded by Dementors. Whoa! They're coming and they're giving him a big kiss. Mm-hmm. They're all doing it. There's a hundred of them, and they're after Harry as well. He's trying to do his patron, he's trying to do his Patronus charm, but it just ain't good enough. The Dementor takes off his hood, he's got a horrible face, and he starts kissing Harry, and Harry thinks, my soul is leaving my body. Suddenly, a light comes from across the lake, and the Dementors go away, and he can see somebody a little bit familiar sending a big old animal across the lake to send away the Dementors. But, oh, it's all a bit too much for Harry, and he keels over and faints. And that's the end of The Dementor's Kiss. Oh, my God. What, what a, a chapter. chapter. Oh, so much kissing is going on. Yeah. Oh, chapter, chapter starts off. Mm. Uh, they're all leaving the Wampin' Willow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got Crookshanks in front. Oh, yeah, why not? And who have we got? We've got Crookshanks in front. Then we've got, I liked how it's described as a six-legged race contestant. Mm-hmm. We've got Ron, we've got Pettigrew, and we've got Lupin all chained up together, walking sideways through this tunnel. <laughs> then they're followed by Floating Snape. 
I would have loved to have seen this in the book, yeah, in, in, in the, the film. film. Yeah, banging his head about. My God, God help him when he wakes up. It says he bangs his toe on every step. Then it says he's banging his head on the thing. He's already been knocked out. He's going to be screaming, isn't he? My God, when he wakes up, he's going to have short-term memory, cauliflower ears. Cauliflower toes. Cauliflower toes. (laughs) Looking like bloody the feet of a veteran ballerina. (laughs) It's like bloody hell. Like, look after him, guys. (laughs) Look after him. Stop messing about. Because I was wondering about this, because... They bullied him as well. This isn't like he bullied them. Yeah. And so they... Oh, yeah, whatever. And so far, all he's done is run into a room, do Expelliarmus. Yeah. And, like, you know, threaten to turn him in. Yeah. And they're like, let's let's kick the shit out of him. (laughs) Let's just bang him about a bit. (laughs) Imagine, it's like in the Adam Sandler film, Click. He pauses his time in front of his boss, David Hasselhoff. (laughs) <laughs> and he slaps him in the face. <laughs> Keeps slapping him in the face. Brilliant. And then he unpauses his time. And then David Hasselhoff is like, Wow! <laughs> yeah. He's like, he can't, his face is like, just all of a sudden an insane amount of pain. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that film. I've heard it's awful, but you might have tempted me. Oh, it's good. It's, you, it good? You'd love it. He's got a remote control. People he? love saying that Adam Sandler films are bad, but they are all fantastic. And he even, I think he farts in his face as well. Oh, who would do that for entertainment? Me and you. No, me and you. Yeah, me and you. <laughs> so we've got all these strewn out in front of each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cook shanks at the front. Yeah. What a conga line. Oh, yeah. I hope they go through all the songs. I hope they come out of the uh, the conga line, out into the Wamping Willow, get in a circle, and do the hokey cokey. When was the last time you were in a conga line? My memory tells me that uh, I did a New Year's Eve party <laughs> once where we all did a conga line out onto the street for no reason at, at the... After we did Old Lang Syne, we came out into the street <laughs> just doing a conga. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's heck of a fun. How about when half the conga line breaks off and you've got a competing conga line? Oh, yeah. Like two millipedes and then they join back up. Oh, I can think of a more recent one. Uh, Tell truth. You know Chris Tavner. Tavi. People were doing... <laughs> Tavi. People were doing congas at his wedding. I'm sure they were. Were they? That was only two or three years ago, I think. Maybe more. Oh. <sighs> A conga is fun. Look, you've got your hands on a stranger's waist. A stranger has got their hands on your waist. You're moving forward. But sometimes the person in front of you is going faster than the person behind you. And you oh, you're, you're tugging me. Oh, you're pulling you're, me from pillar to post. You're booking me, yes, Evans. You're booking me. <laughs> do, I, do I speed up mm. and make the other person speed up or do I slow down? It's very <laughs> difficult to tell. Sirius, yeah. for some reason, decides this is the perfect opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Perfect opportunity to suggest to Harry that Harry live with him. Right. Not only is this an awful opportunity, like yeah. awful moment in time to pick because you're all walking chain gang to yeah. each other. Yeah. But also, Sirius, you have just spent... 12 years in Azkaban. Yeah. I think you're in need of a bit of therapy, pal. Yeah. If you're going to be let off the hook and you've got a house to go to, yeah. you need some 
time, you don't yeah. want to be moving in with a little boy. Because <laughs> the Dursleys may be bad, but yeah. is it as bad as a man on the brink of insanity? Yeah. Harry waking up every night to Sirius Black screaming his lungs out, <laughs> thinking the Dementors are there. Yeah. Oh, Sirius, give it five minutes. Like... Half an hour ago, Harry was like, You killed my parents! It was your fault they died! You murdered 12 people! You know, a bit later. All right. I believe you. You didn't do it. Want to move in with me? Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> 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 I'm really serious. <laughs> I've only accepted that you didn't kill me mum and dad. I'm not bloody moving in with you. He's everything Harry would want in a guardian. He's got... Uh, you can see his ribcage... <laughs> got tattoos all over him i don't know if he got them in prison or if he got them before prison if he got them before prison why is he so got, got such evil russian prison tattoos <laughs> yellow teeth he's the type of person who would openly kill someone in front of children perfect guardian <laughs> well that's the thing as well is there a tattoo artist at azkaban mm. some of these dementors do Tattoos, ear piercings. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Where's he getting that from? They've got a little Claire's accessory at Azkaban. Because <laughs> they're not going to be giving any of the prisoners a tattoo gun, are they? <laughs> <laughs> the Dementors. Look, look, you, you just have to pick one off the wall. I can't do any original designs. Mm. <laughs> you can either have Skull, uh, Triple Breasted Harpy or Thorned Rose. I'll have the Grim, please. Why do you want that? Not saying. No. <laughs> not saying. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand because I was when I did read that scene where Sirius is offering to Harry to live with him I didn't think well bloody hell this is soon but on the other hand it is a very lovely moment and I like I like that Sirius is quite shy about it and nervous oh, to yeah. ask Harry I like to see that little bit of because he's just been seen as a bit of an like rough well yeah you know a rough lad he's gone no but Two chapters ago, we had this side of Sirius that he's like half insane because he's just spent 12 years mm. in Azkaban. I've done my waiting. Time for vengeance! <laughs> yeah. It's, you don't, in the same hour, go, how about me and you get a flat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think we'd get on a storm. Yeah. And living with you only means that, while well, you're at Hogwarts, that eight weeks over the summer. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing as well, like... The excitement of living with him, but it's not that long, really, is it? It's only school holidays. And also, Godfather, isn't that like a Christian tradition? Yeah. So, <laughs> Jesus is a wizard. <laughs> yeah, because as far as we know, they're not religious at all, are no. they? They're the wizarding world, but they'll happily have a christening. <laughs> <laughs> You're Godfather, are you? Mm. You haven't taught me anything about the ways of Christianity. Yeah, mate. If I was Harry, I'd be like, don't be thinking about me. I can have another eight weeks with the Dursleys, yeah? yeah? You've been living as a mangy dog alone for a year as yeah. well. Yeah. Take some time for yourself. Yeah. Do you know what? They need to do it. This is what they do with social services, <laughs> right? If you've been fostered or whatever, and they're working you towards living back with your real mum or dad or whatever because they've mm. changed or whatever, you don't just bloody move there straight away. You have afternoon, you go for an afternoon. You visit for an afternoon or you go out somewhere. Then you try one overnight stay. You stay for a night. Then you try a weekend. You know, don't bloody move in straight away. Yeah. Serious. Why don't we go to McDonald's to start with? Have a, little, have a little dinner. You know, <laughs> go watch a football match. Instead of you moving in straight away. Dinner's ready. Oh, what have you made, Serious? Dead rat. 
Don't, don't eat that. Don't eat that. That's what I've been eating. Um, yeah, cause, yeah. I think it's all a bit too sudden, isn't it? But I suppose Harry's so desperate to get away from the Dursleys. But, yeah. he, but actually, nowadays he's got a good a goodish deal with the Dursleys. He's got his own room. Yeah. He gets fed. They don't come anywhere near him because they're scared of him doing magic. Yeah, he says, "Of course, I want to leave the Dursleys, you idiot." <laughs> <laughs> Of course I want to live with you, you vagabond. <laughs> but, like, the Dursleys, are they that bad to him, like, at the moment? Not anymore, no. Roof over his head. Yeah. Food. Just, like, don't be doing magic, which he's not allowed to do anyway. Yeah. Sure, sometimes they don't let him do his own work, but... you can, Mate, come on, you're clever enough. Yeah. He can manage. Start figuring out how to do it. You yeah. Know. Bloody hell. Like, I think he needs the Dursleys, because when he's on his own... God, he's indulgent. Well, <laughs> two days after leaving the Dursleys, you're having three chocolate sundaes a day at that ice he's, cream Honestly, bar, he's like me. I've been left alone in my house. Yeah. I, I, went to, um, I went to the shop earlier. Yeah. And I was like, right, I need to, I need to feed myself. Yeah. So I'll get a McDonald's for lunch. <laughs> Chicken selects. Oh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be good, though. Diet Coke. Yeah, that's good. Three selects. <laughs> Large. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I was at Tesco right I need something for my supper if I'm having selects mm. ooh I'll just get some camembert in just a bit of camembert I'll get some salami in <laughs> some anchovies and olives yeah why not some artichoke and feta parcels <laughs> who's this king I think I am artichoke and feta parcels yeah bloody hell who are you having round Queen of Sheba yeah, he's nodding he's nodding ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Yeah. Harry is already coming out. He can't wait to tell the Dursleys what's going to happen. Right? Oh, he's, he's excited, like, isn't he? He's excited. Harry, I, look, nothing is going to change unless Peter Pettigrew gets to Azkaban and people clock, clap eyes on him. I'd be so nervous about getting him to the castle as soon as possible. But, like, yeah, exactly. Mm. But not only that is... What I'm thinking is... How can you be excited for a moment when this villain, Peter Pettigrew, is in front of you? I know. I feel like I'd have, you know, a stone in the pit of my stomach. Yeah. Like, just looking at him. Like, this pathetic mollusk of a man. (laughs) But, yeah, it's true, you know. You know, how can you be thinking about moving in with your godfather? Yeah. When the man who betrayed your parents and slept with your best mate is in front of you. It is mental, isn't it? That, you know, bloody hell. Contain Make, yourself. Yeah. Oh, imagine when they find out. What will the Dursleys say? Oh, sorry we annoyed you with our protection. <laughs> and also, they'll love that. I can't wait to be rid of you. Yeah. Oh, finally, we've not got him to look after. I think, I, Larry. I think they'd want to keep him. Yeah. Like, no, we're not letting. Oh, imagine when the Dursleys find out that the man who's been wanted for, like, you know, who's been escaped yeah, from yeah. prison is my new guardian. They'd be like, yeah, you're not moving in with him. He's escaped from prison. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have that power? That'd be interesting. Like, because they are his legal guardians. Yeah. That won't change. He, they are all he has. They're all he has. They are all heroes. Are you sure about these people, uh, Dumbledore? I've been watching them all day. 
You're basing your opinion on that, are you, McGonagall? You've been watching them all day. So the moon comes out from behind the clouds. Bloody hell. What, what an evening they're having. <laughs> we think the drama's over, then the moon turns up. Yeah. Goodbye, goodbye, good, good friends, goodbye. Because now oh, it's time to go. go. Oh, that's enough of that. The moon. Lupin is turning <laughs> into a werewolf. Yeah. This was scaring me. Oh, it scares me, this. It was scaring me. Yeah. Somebody going rigid scares me. Somebody suddenly stopping. You get scared when I go, fuck! Oh! Yeah, it just happened. And when I go, like, if I'm looking at my phone, I go, shit! Yeah. You're like, whoa, what's happened? Yeah. Oh, it's scary, man. The idea of a teacher turning into a werewolf. Mm. I was scared, were you? Yeah, I just said. Yeah, me too. I brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, I was scared too. No. And then he's caused the chain gang to disperse, right? Oh, he's Black, broken up the conga line. Black's had to run off. Yeah. Peter yeah. Pettigrew uses opportunity to transform. He knocks out the cat. He knocks out the twat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, oh, well done, Lupin. Yeah. You stupid werewolf. Yeah. I'm back on KCJ's side now, you know what? Yeah. He, he is a stupid werewolf. Because he could have taken some potion today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is he leaving it till day off, full moon? Yeah. Why is he not doing it day before? Or at the very least, why is he not carrying around a little flask of potion? Yeah. Like a little EpiPen. Yeah. Be prepared. And the other thing, right... Surely they can do a spell that stops Pettigrew, like Immobilus or Petrificus Totalus. Why are they all, let's just handcuff him to each other. Why aren't they just doing a spell like that just stops him? Or do that on a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do that on a even looping even. Yeah. Knock him out. Knock him out. Kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. What also scared me was the idea... Of Sirius as a dog and Lupin as a wolf fighting. I don't like seeing animals fight. It scares me and it upsets me. Have you ever seen two cats having a proper fight? No. None of this hiss, hiss, scratch you fight. A proper cat fight. What they do? Tell me. So, usually happens in the dead of night. And you might have heard this out the window. (sighs) They don't hiss, they don't meow, they go like this. Oh, that's good. Like that. Not as good. Right. What they do is they bite each other in the neck and they roll on the floor. (laughs) You know, like a a crocodile does. Mm. It does it to drown you, doesn't it, a crocodile? It's horrible seeing two cats fight. They bite each other on the neck and then they roll, they like wrestle each other on the floor. With the intention to kill or what? I think so, yeah. It's awful. Really upsetting. What do you think, Connie? She's laughing. She doesn't doesn't like cats, Connie. No, I imagine uh, she's had a few run-ins with cats over the years, has Connie? No. (laughs) How old is Connie, if you don't mind me asking? I do mind you asking, that's personal. Bloody hell, we're going down (laughs) dead ends here with this conversation, aren't we? (laughs) How collaborative. We'll keep you keep your questions away from Connie, she's shy. All right, how old are you? I don't want to answer that either, that's private. How many run-ins with cats have you had? Uh, none. Cats seem to be always all right with me. 
uh, I think dogs are more like arseholes, like in terms yeah. of in terms of barking at you and making you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, could be right there. Could be right. Yeah. Mm, mm. Have I ever had any run-ins with werewolves? Have you? No. No, me neither. They don't exist, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Pettigrew is an incredible opportunist. Incredible. Incredible. He's yeah. seen his opportunity, and he's taken it. I can't believe how quick he is. I think he'd have been daft not to do it then. I think yeah. them two, the two adults are now disposed, Lupin yeah. and uh, Black are now rolling around like cats yeah. together. He, could, he didn't even need to do that, he could have just walked off. Yeah. I can imagine why, I can understand why he knocked out the cats, because the cat could have chased him yeah. as a rat. No need to knock out Ron, he's got a broken leg. He's not catching you, is he? Because yeah. rats can actually run quite fast when they want to. Faster than Cripple Ron. And I think it's, you know, it must be interesting being a rat for 12 years and then now he's back to being a human. What would what would you do on your first day back if you'd have been a rat for 12 years? 12 years have passed in your life. You'd go eat some good food, wouldn't you? That was why I said, I'm tired of, like, nuts and berries. Go for a nice dinner. You know, I'd, I'd see my loved ones. Then have a lovely good fry-up or something. And a bath. Oh, lovely, I like that. I'm sick of spitting on my own hand and washing my ear. Have a bath. Have <laughs> a bath. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Candles, bubbles. I wonder if uh, when Scabbers was left at home at the borough, say like when all the Weasleys went oh, out, yeah. he transformed and just like lay in Ron's bed. Oh, I reckon so. You would, wouldn't you? It'd be like stretching your legs. Oh! If he can, like, transform so quickly. But maybe the other creatures in the house, like the ghost, would tell on him. Oh, yeah, the ghoul or whatever. Too risky. Oh, you'd be tempted, though, wouldn't you? Get out your rabbit costume, your rat costume, have a bath, and then uh, get back into the cage before Mrs Weasley comes back. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be tempted. Why didn't Sirius escape from prison sooner? I think they said he had no reason to until he saw that the rat was... uh, it don't make any sense, I understand Are you that. kidding me? I know. There's no reason to. How about to not be in Azkaban? That's a good reason. To not be to be eating nice food. Yeah. He could have been going to the you know, the forest in Albania yeah. living there. That's what people need yeah. to do if, seem to do if they need to get away from it all. <laughs> uh, I'm going to the forest in Albania. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the classic holiday destination. Don't carpet bomb them. <laughs> Fine. Alright then. We won't. I want to hear more about his escape. I want to hear more about humans that have killed wizards. Like, not even... Oh, yeah. Not even in, like, witch hunt days. I yeah. I mean, like, by accident. Like, because when humans start inventing guns, like, there's got to have been so many, like, you know... Yeah. <laughs> oh! He shot us! Yeah, yeah. With a, a bit of his metal wand flew off into me. <laughs> yeah, or at least, like, being hit by a car or something. That must have happened. Mm. Wizard being hit by a car. Yeah. I want to hear more about Black's escape because what what are you telling me? There's just a cage, and once you get out the cage, you you're free. Has he not had to get through reception? You know, has he not had to get through the rest of the the building? How's he got out? Walked out. All dementors. No locks on doors because they're dementors and they're blind. Yeah. Just, well, there's a flaw in the plan, isn't there? What if they have a really skinny prisoner? But well, they're human, aren't they? But there's always the chance that they're an animagus. No. 
You have to register. You have to register. <laughs> yeah, so they run off, don't they, werewolf? Yeah. And Black run off together. Oh, yeah. Right? And we find by the lake, Sirius is now on all fours. Lupin, what have you been doing to him? <laughs> he's, he's not in prison anymore. And now he's about to get a kiss. <laughs> After all that's happening. Yeah, bloody hell, yeah. So Pettigrew's disappeared. They can't uh, They can't find him. I, I googled Peter Pettigrew because I wanted to find out Good more boy. about him. Turns out there's an actual bloke in real life called Peter Pettigrew who was an Australian football player in the 70s. That's interesting. What a name to have. Peter Pettigrew. Exactly. Um, and also, the other thing I found out, I assume they were all in Gryffindor, but Peter Pettigrew was sorted into Gryffindor. Yeah. Despite, to me, on the surface, not having any of the qualities a Gryffindor would have. He doesn't seem to be brave. He doesn't seem to be loyal or yeah, good. He might have used to have been. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he had the potential. Well, people but... get tempted, don't they? Because couldn't you imagine Seamus Finnegan going to the dark side? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or even Harry. Harry's always teetering, I think. Yeah, he's Being always... a Slytherin. Kill. Kill Sirius Black. It wasn't Sirius Black. It was Peter Pettigrew. Leave him. Leave him. Leave him. He's a good boy. I Hasn't he been through enough? I can see it in him too. Excuse me, he's been sleeping with your best mate. <laughs> yeah. This chapter was giving me goosebumps. Was it? When I was reading it. Well, I didn't read it all, I listened to the audiobook. Yeah. But Stephen Fry was chatting away, talking yeah. about the dementors surrounding Sirius Black, mm. the dementors surrounding Harry and yeah. Hermione. And it was really yeah. me. Honestly, I was getting goosebumps all over my body. I felt like a, bloody, a, a Christmas turkey. Yeah, not yeah, a Christmas yeah. goose, even. Yeah. Ebenezer Scrooge was at my window, licking his lips, wanting to buy me. Was <laughs> he? Yeah. Like, honestly, yeah, and it felt claustrophobic the way it was written with all the dementors like surrounding it. But for me, for me, I feel like everything in this book has set up the past four chapters so well. I feel like all we're doing is getting rewarded for reading the book. Yeah. It's like loads of things are tying up together. We haven't even heard about the dementors for about six chapters, but they're back. Yeah. And they're back get, to get black. We're getting an up-close description of them. Scabby little eyes. Yeah. Bad breath. P.U. <laughs> and as well, like, it says over a hundred Dementors come and get him. And I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> how many have they taken out of prison to look for this one man? <laughs> Who's on reception? Yeah. <laughs> Who's done the rotor for next week? Right, it's on the honour system. <laughs> All the workers are gone. Like, the... the Escape from Azkaban Dry. It's your best opportunity, everybody else. Right, all of you. <laughs> We're after Sirius Black. It's just mad, isn't it? Like, and, and as well, Harry is trying to... He's like, come on, Hermione, help me out. Expecto Patronum. She's had no lessons. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Harry, I don't even know what the spell is. Expecto Patronum, Expecto Patronum. <laughs> Think of something happy, you daft cow. Think of something happy. I'm having the soul sucked out of me here, Harry. The Dementors were hungry. Oh, they were, And it had they? me thinking of all the meals that me and you ate over the course of two days, three days, part of Vision Away. Oh, yeah. It was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Have we spoke about the curry so far? We I, did, didn't we? 
But did we mention it? Yes, we did mention it on the main pod. Yeah, we did. Right. Next day, we woke up dehydrated. Yeah. Oh! Right. We well, drove... you had a spicy one, didn't you? Yours was quite spicy. I said, listen, we're going to drive to an M&S and get M&S breakfast bits. Mm-hmm. Went in, I got a yoghurt and uh, a croissant. Yeah. And what did you get? I had a pan au chocolat and a cheese and onion twist. It was nice, and, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, it was very nice. And a smoothie. And I stood in queue for about 20 minutes getting a coffee. Yeah, when there was a Costa Coffee just next door. Just next door. Just next door. But I decided to get the M&S one because I didn't know the Costa Coffee was there. And also, M&S gave me a fork to eat my yoghurt with. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> to pierce the berries. How lovely. <laughs> we drove away. Yeah. And in my head, I was like... And we got to Peterborough, right? Yeah. We, our eyes darted, didn't they? We found a wimpy. Oh, yeah. I was like, I've never had a wimpy. Yeah. I thought they'd gone extinct. Yeah, yeah. Have to get one. Yeah. I'm telling Lewis, I'm going, hey, Lewis, went to a wimpy, yeah? Yeah. I was like, they're all gone but one. Lying. <laughs> he looks it up. Apparently, there's 41 wimpies in the country. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's still quite a low number, I think. Compared to, like, the big ones, KFC... Burger King, McDonald's. We talk about McDonald's all the time. It's unhealthy. I think this is the third mention of McDonald's in this podcast alone. Listeners will be thanking the Lord above that we're mentioning Wimpy. Thank God! Another fast food chain! We want a break from McDonald's. Give us Wimpy! We went into Wimpy. Yeah. Woman there, she comes up to us. Oh, and I yeah. said to her, I would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. She looks at me, she's like, what? I'm like, yeah. it's a reference from Popeye. She's like, what? I'm like, a character called Wimpy, that's what he says. She goes, what do you want? I go, table for two, please. They don't have Popeye in the South. <laughs> they don't. She seats us. Yeah. Oh, this is fucking funny. So... Uh, Lucas needs potty straight away. Yeah, I need potty. And he goes to me, if they come, can you ask, can you get me, and before he can finish his drink order, yeah. I go, they won't come. Yeah. That's never happened. All my times going to a <laughs> restaurant, the waiter has never come when one party is in the toilet. Yeah. They normally wait till everyone's back at the table, then they come. Yeah. Right? So Lucas is shocked. He's like, bloody hell, I'm yeah. trying to have a nice restaurant experience here. <laughs> and he walks off. Moment later, the lady comes over. She goes, Can I get you two anything to drink? And I start laughing. <laughs> I've just been proved wrong. You must have seemed like an absolute mental case. You've come in quoting Popeye, you've been sat down. She comes in, she goes, what would you like to drink? And you go, <laughs> I don't know. Come back later when he's finished his wee. Can somebody else serve that guy? I'm scared. We get our food. Oh, yeah. I get a chicken burger. What do you get? Similar. I think you... Uh... Yeah, beef burger. Yeah, beef burger with bacon. But we both had the spicy one, didn't we? Wasn't spicy in the slightest. No spicy. No spicy. It says spicy, 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 spicy. Spicy chicken burger, spicy chicken burger, spicy chicken burger. <laughs> it's not spicy. Oh, it's really spicy. It's not spicy. <laughs> hot, hot. Um, <coughs> the chips were poor. Yeah, they were actually. I will. I'll agree with you on that. She's like, do you want any extra sauces? Like, oh, actually, yeah, I'll try the Wimpy special sauce. Yeah. Which is 
it was sh- terrible. Yeah. It was absolutely awful. They charged us 60p for that tiny little pot each. And they didn't even pour. You had to scrape it out with a knife. Insanity, right? Mm. There was not enough ketchup in the bottle. <laughs> uh, tasted bad. Like, yeah, the burger was all right. Was it? The chips were bad, though, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, the chips were no good. Right? I go, I'll get this. Yeah. I go, up. How much, how much for all that shit I've just eaten? Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. The guy goes, £25.60. Oh, two burger meals, yeah, and a drink, yeah. I'm like, so, I go in. Where do you think you're? What restaurant do you think I'm in? I'm the like, South. I'm like, you know, I don't know where you think you are. We've seen five guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is wimpy. I've just yeah. sat, I've been sat down there eating a bad meal. Yeah. The guy goes, "Well, you ate every drop." I go, "Doesn't matter how much I ate." Oh yeah. You don't say drop. You say crumb when it's food. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, whoa, 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 what? What are you stuttering for? Whoa, 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 Yeah. Like that, and he goes, you'll pay for your food now. And I go, I will, won't I? He goes, yeah, sit down. Lucas goes, should we get dessert? I go, not here. Yeah. Oh, I was excited. It was a two-for-one dessert menu. <laughs> looked bad. Oh, yeah, maybe. Then we got a big gold coin, didn't we? <laughs> then we got a big gold coin from Costa. We looked around a cathedral. Or Starbucks, was it? Yeah, we looked around a cathedral, didn't we? Oh, we did, yeah. That was funny. We lit a prayer candle each. Yeah, we lit a prayer candle. Didn't pray. Uh, but we... Uh, hey, I'll tell you what we did. This is a fun thing they have at Peterborough Cathedral. A moonwalk bit. Yeah, moon carpet. A moon carpet. It's, it's a, a carpet across the church and it's got the moon on it and it's a bit squishy to walk on. It's like walking on the moon. It's like walking on the moon. There's, um, yeah, interactive. We were in the, it was during the day. Um, yeah, we had a jolly good time, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, and then we did the gig and then we had a McDonald's. No, we had a, a Tesco dinner that night. Yeah, we were good, weren't we? Well, I don't know if you were good, but I had a salad. Yeah, a sandwich. And then I went to sleep and you stayed up working. Yeah, because I prepared for the podcast because I knew in the morning I had my maths tutoring to do. It'd be maths tutoring. I'd be maths tutoring. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was weird because I went to sleep and <laughs> you were at a desk. Yeah, you yeah. You could look over your shoulder at me asleep. It was very odd because I was at a desk and travel lodges, they have mirrors everywhere. Mm. So there's a massive mirror in front of me. So every time I look up, I see your sprawled body <laughs> breathing in your sleep. <laughs> and it was uh, very comforting. Listeners, that's what I do. He breathes in his sleep and he sprawls. I'm a breather. I'm a needer. I'm a um, sprawler. Next morning, we wake up, cock crow. Oh, yeah. Lucas, 8am, morning! He says morning to wake me up because I have to leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I waited half an hour before asking you. <laughs> and then, so I wake up. Yeah. No, I've got to leave. I'm like, right, I've got to do something. I walk around um, Peterborough. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm looking around the streets, and it's full of people who have also been kicked out of their accommodation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, homeless people. Yeah. Some other people yeah. who looked... Crazy, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, right, and like you know, it's like, well, I can't. It's time to get up. All walking round, I go in a Costa because I got to do some pot of vision reading because we we're going to be recording a pod. Yeah, I'm sat there, you know, full grown man with a copy of the Prisoner of Azkaban, <laughs> writing notes. Yeah, next to me 
is a little boy. Did I mention this last yeah, time? Yeah, uh, no, no. You told me, I think, in private. Right. Next to me is a little boy with his mummy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's ta- telling her about Helix Framework Theory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm set up like, don't know what that is. <laughs> and I look up me- on my phone and it's something to do with... Um, the way that planets rotate on their axis or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like, that's a 10-year-old boy talking about that and I'm reading Harry Potter <laughs> in a public space. Here we go, here we go. But it was funny because the boy and his mummy had a weird relationship. Oh, yeah. She was holding him like a baby. She had his like her hand on his like upper thigh near, yeah. his, near his buttocks. Yeah. And she, he was like crawled into her. <laughs> and she was like, go on, tell me. They were there with daddy, yeah. uh, granddaddy and brother. Yeah, and they were all like as a table. Mm. And she goes to him, who do you think um, you've been teaching your tutor a lot? Who do you... And she's like saying this, showing him off to yeah, the table yeah, yeah. going, who do you think uh, learns more from each other? Do you think you learn more from your tutor? Do you think she learns more from you? Oh, I hate that. And he goes, about the same. About the same? <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying £25 an hour for you to learn. Do you want to stop fucking talking shit about what you've read on the internet and listen to the tutor? <laughs> if you're teaching the tutor as much as she's teaching you, you need to listen more and do your work. Why are you telling your math tutor about Helix Framework Theory? You need to be factorising your equations. <laughs> Imagine, do you think if you were tutoring some kid and he started like, trying to teach you about something, do you think you'd like take a back seat or do you reckon you'd go, no, we need to get on with this now, we're doing maths? I'd go, oh, that's interesting, right, let's get cracking with this, though, because this is your maths time to do this. <laughs> I'd, I'd entertain it for a bit, because it's good to create that rapport, but if it's equal... <laughs> if half of the session is them teaching me about science... I'm not doing my job properly. So how's the uh, how's the tuition going with the uh, little Timmy? I've learnt a lot. <laughs> I know what he does on Saturdays. I know about the Big Bang. Hang on, you're supposed to be teaching him about maths. All in good time. All in good time. It's been two terms. What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, for me, you're not doing your job if you don't steer it back to the maths. There's definitely time for that, but not not about the same. <laughs> about the same? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> and then I came back to the hotel room, brought you a slice from Greg's. Mm-hmm. That's about that, wasn't it? That was that. And then I uh, dropped you off at the train station. And I went home. <laughs> So, you went home with my dirty knickers, didn't you? I did, actually. You didn't want to be carrying around your big backpack all over London. So I took your dirty laundry and put it in my car, and I brought it back today, having not looked inside. Good boy. I promise you that. And I swear on anybody's life, you asked me to. Did I say, don't look inside? <clears throat> no, but I, I wouldn't. All right. Right. The Dementors are coming round. Oh, yeah. Just like we were hungry having a wimpy, the Dementors are hungry wanting to make Harry wimpy. Great link. So the Dementors... Don't them lights look nice? Oh, they do. I like that. So, the Dementor, for some reason... This scares me about Dementors, that they can't distinguish between people. 
Like, they shouldn't be going for Harry sucking out his soul. Terrible prison guards. Awful. Like, if they can't distinguish between people, I feel like at Azkaban, there's definitely possibilities. They're feeding some people, not at all. Yeah. And feeding others twice. <laughs> we yeah. haven't fed him yet. Yeah. One bloke, just because he's near the door, has got 12 meals. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll never fit out the bars. <laughs> I wish I'd never knit that telly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly. So he comes up to Harry, right, and he look, for the first time we see a Dementor lower their hood, right? Let me read how they're described, right? Thin, grey, scabbed skin stretched over empty sockets and a gaping, shapeless hole for a mouth. Oh, God. With faces like that, where else could they work but a prison? Yeah. You know... Imagine one of these things at the I front know. desk. You are Blackpool Pleasure Beach. How many times do I have to hear the, the words Expecto Patronum? Oh, my Expecto God. Expecto Patronum, Expecto Patronum. Harry, are you thinking of anything nice? I'm not living with the Dursleys anymore. How many times do I have to tell you? Thinking negative things about the Dursleys isn't a nice thought. No. I know what happened to winning the Quidditch Cup. I thought that was your new best memory. You can't be there thinking, oh, it won't be shit with the, 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 you know, without the Dursleys. Think about the Quidditch Cup. That was your memory that you chose. Ass, ass. I love that we're given... Because at the minute, we've just been rewarded with stuff, haven't we? We've had mysteries going through the book. And we've been rewarded. Ooh, that's that. Ooh, that was that all along. Mm. He was him, he was him. But now we're given a little juicy mystery, aren't we? Yeah. Who is casting the Patronus from across the lake? Yeah. Looks strangely familiar. Yeah. Which gives no information whatsoever, only that it might look like somebody Harry knows. And it summons the Patronus back. That's interesting. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Why? Come on. You've done your work now. Come back. Why does it need to come back? Can you? Is it like something you have to recoil? Yeah, and then what, back into the wand? Does it now go back into your body? Does it... What is that all about? Where does it go? And he sees, like, the person stroking it. Oh, there's a good book. That's just a wisp out of your wand. Why are you stroking it as if it's got a personality? <laughs> Bloody hell. Bloody hell, you seven. Bloody <laughs> hell, you seven. And Harry, it's all a bit too much for him, and he faints. <laughs> I think I would. What an evening. <laughs> what, what an evening. You know, think about it. Bloody hell. Yeah. They'd already had a day at school. Then they've gone to Agrid Shack. Buckbeak's been murdered. Then they've been attacked by a dog. Mm. Then they've gone into the Whomping Willow. Mm. Peter Pettigrew, Snape, Lupin, Sirius. Then we've had a werewolf. Now we've had the Dementors. Bloody hell! It's time for bed. Right. How many wimpy burgers out of five are you giving this chapter <laughs> I don't want to give this chapter any wimpy burgers <laughs> but in terms of rating it oh I like this chapter oh it was good we had a bit of a talky one last chapter which I wasn't a massive fan of but here we had the bloody action didn't we oh the moon was out we had two animals fighting if had... this chapter was in an audience at Part Vision we would bring it down onto the stage Pull its pants down and spank it in front of everyone because that's how 
much we loved it. That's how much we loved it, right? <laughs> I wish I could spank the bare bottom of this chapter. We had fights, we had dementors, we had a rat escaping, we had revelations, and we had another juicy nugget of a mystery. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it five big wimpy burgers out of five. Excellent. Ooh. Now, for me, I love this chapter for many reasons that you loved it. Mm. Mainly because Ron got knocked out. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Shame that Crookshanks got knocked out, though. She didn't, he didn't deserve that. He? No. She? He? He didn't deserve that. Um, yeah, exciting, exciting, exciting. Mm. But too short for me. Yes. One, one wimpy burger out of five. <laughs> oh, you harsh bastard. But yeah, it was very short. Shortest chapter of the uh, the series, maybe. Right. Are you ready for this week's edition of Quiz? <gasps> quiz, 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 We're going to ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, 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 Right. Oh no, what? What theory was the little boy teaching his mother about? Um Helix theory. Oh, I can't accept that. No, let me think. Helix formation theory. No, I can't accept that. What is it? Helix framework theory. <sighs> Give me half a point for that. <laughs> half a point. Alright, right, go on. Right. Question two. Yeah. Who was the little boy there with? Uh his mum. His dad, his granddad, and his brother. Correct. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Question three. What was my breakfast order at Amanas? Uh, you had a yoghurt with thing, like, things in it and a croissant and a coffee. What was in the yoghurt? Berries. Berries? No. Berries? No. I'm not accepting that. You're not accepting yoghurt, croissant and a coffee? You can have half a point. <laughs> there was a compote and granola in there. All right, okay. Yeah. I know you were driving, but you should have at least asked. <laughs> right, question. Okay. Question four. Well, you didn't ask what was in my pan of chocolate, did chocolate. you? Chocolate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chocolate. <laughs> question four. Yeah. How, how much was the toll? Oh, the toll was 150 Correct. <laughs> Yeah, question five. Question five. What is 10% of £30 plus VAT? <laughs> well, 10% of £30 is £3, plus 20% VAT is £3.60. Not bad. So that's four out of five. Yes, I think so. No, three out of five. Was it four out of no, five? No, four. I got two halves, didn't I? Yeah. Quiz, 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 it is time for the nation's second favourite segment. It's Hedwig's Droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's Droppings. Hey, how did you like that? That was a bit good, wasn't it? Was it? You scat in over the uh, over the tune. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. You gotta scat over the droppings. Hey, 
Now, we've had a lovely message from Amy uh, on Instagram, who says, Just wanted to say how much I'm loving the podcast. I only discovered it very recently, and I'm currently about halfway through the Chamber of Secrets, and will be all caught up soon. It's made me fall back in love with the Harry Potter series, but in a totally different way. And she also says, I snorted really loudly in my doctor's waiting room when Tom was talking about having his tick grabbed by a teacher. <laughs> I need to remember how funny it is before listening in public. So thank you very much, Amy. Now, Amy has an amazing page on Instagram called Dyslexic Book Reviews, uh, where she reviews books and also judges how good they are or how accessible they are for people with dyslexia. Amy, I suggest continuing to listen to the podcast in public. So when you laugh out loud, people go, <laughs> what are you listening to? You can say the Potter Vision podcast. Leave them a review. Follow them on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, even if they've been summoned to the doctor's surgery, don't let them go in that room until you finish the pitch. Like what they always say, laughter is the best medicine. Exactly. <laughs> So who wouldn't love to hear about my tip being grabbed? You don't need antibiotics. You need the Pottervision podcast. <laughs> we also must welcome a brand new baby patron. Ooh, let me get my lips ready. We've got a baby <laughs> Harry and his name's Peter Green. So welcome, baby Peter. Peter Green, let me embrace you into my arms. Let me swaddle you and let me kiss you atop your crown. Mwah, 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 mwah. Hey, give me a turn. <laughs> mwah, 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 mwah. Okay, back to the nurse. <laughs> Welcome, Peter Green. And now it's our section within a section. Nice howlers. We've had another lovely voice message, uh, this time from Marge and Shelley. Dope. <laughs> You're halfway through. Am I? He loves me editing this pod. <laughs> Hi, Potter Vision boys. It's Marge. And Shelly. And our question for you is, do you like our impressions of you? <clears throat> right. Yes. How many? Yeah. How many, many, many? Oh, yeah. How many annoying American girls constantly DMing us on Instagram out of five would you give this podcast, pretty baby? Oh, well, I love this podcast. It's got drama, it's got hat, it's got Harry Potter, and I think it's very, very funny. I give this podcast five annoying American girls constantly DMing us on Instagram out of five. Think of chicken. That's been the highlight of my week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm roasting. I love it. I love no, it. no, it's a tribute. A tribute, isn't it? You know, where this imitation is the best form of flattery, don't they? <laughs> but I love it because 
when Americans do an impression of British people, they go one of two ways. It's either posh butler or cockney. Yeah. But I felt like there was a, there was a couple of definite northern inflections that they had in there, which was uh, very good. Muh. Muh. <laughs> you know the classic northern term, muh. And uh, thank you for highlighting something that I'm a bit self-conscious about is uh, I say yeah too many times to you when I'm listening to we you. We always say yeah to each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you very much. It's a reminder for all Pottervision listeners, if you ever have having a chat with anyone, to show them that you are listening, even if you aren't, slide in a couple yeah, yeahs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nod your head. Tut, tut, tut. Mirror their facial expressions. <laughs> It's to show you're listening. If they laugh, you laugh. If they cry, you cry. If they begin to shiver, wrap your arms around them and put them to bed. Exactly. So thank you very much to Shelley and Marge. And if anybody else wants to send us their nice howlers... That's the one to be. There we go. The bar's been set, please. Send them in. Or you can just send in a normal message, pottervisioncomedy at gmail.com or through our various social media outlets. Hedwig's droppings. This has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. We're still going on tour, guys. We're in Glasgow the 8th of November, Edinburgh the 9th, Newcastle the 10th, Sheffield the 14th, and Liverpool the 17th. And then we've got loads more in the new year as well. Check them all out, pottervision.com. We would love to see you there. Also, if you want bonus content and you want to support not only me, but Tom as well, go to patreon.com slash pottervision. Extra episodes, merchandise, 2019 live show, our undying gratitude. It's all available. Also, if you just want to follow us, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter, just search Pottervision and leave us a five-star review if you haven't already. It boosts us up the rankings, it shows our podcast to more people searching Harry Potter and we just bloody love reading them. Next week, we're on episode 56, chapter 21, the penultimate chapter of book three, Hermione's Secrets. You have been the number one... Tom Lawrence, an impersonator of the year. And you have been the co-host of the Partvision podcast. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. You can contact us through our website, pottervision.com. And if you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash pottervision.